The Sports Junkies podcast is presented by PenFed Credit Union. PenFed's got great rates for those in uniform and those who are not. Apply today at PenFed.org. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Welcome to the Junkies 25th anniversary podcast presented by PenFed Credit Union. Whether you're in uniform or not, you can apply today at PenFed.org every week throughout the year. We are revisiting and looking back some of our favorite memories in Junkies history. Podcasts come out after the morning show on Thursdays. And today we go back to December 2009 when I stepped into the professional boxing ring. Albeit it was brief. (laughs) Cakes and Jason were actually there ringside. We were, yes. They were the, I don't know who was the color analyst, who was the play-by-play. What Larry Michael I don't know who you split it up, but you guys were doing. I think think Larry was helping with it. You guys were there. EB was actually behind me in my corner. He was like my uh, spit bucket guy. I'm sure Larry was doing the heavy lifting commentary-wise because. I mean, hello, he's a professional boxing announcer. He's probably called hundreds of boxing events. Jason and I were just probably like, oh, look at that uppercut. Well, I think Kicks and I, quite a punch. didn't we go to the Patri- or, uh, the bar right there near the Patriots Champs. Center? We did the we way in at Champs. Champs. Yeah. You know the cool thing about that thing about Champs? Just to rewind. So we had the Turkey Bowl, and, and it was such a success. Yeah. We had over 8,000 people. That I went to Jimmy Lang's fight after he came off that TV show, The Contender, and that's where I had my light bulb moment. I was like, I wonder if I can make this happen. And then months later, EB and I did an appearance at Jimmy's Tavern in mm-hmm. Herndon. I think it was maybe Jimmy's old I remember town tavern. That place. Yeah. And Johnny Lang was there, who was Jimmy's Johnny dad. Mm-hmm. And I pitched him the idea. And then to actually make it happen was a success. To actually step into a professional boxing ring, do the ring entrance, do all of that stuff. And you guys were there, and we had thousands of people there. I'll, I'll always live with kind of the choke job in the ring. But in reality, if I gave you seven weeks to train as a professional hockey player, and we found Couldn't the worst minor last, league hockey. I would last one day. If we found the worst minor league hockey goalie out there, could you beat him? No, of course not. And so I think it ended up the right way. But it was exciting to actually make it happen. And at that weigh-in, Angelo Dundee was there. Is that right? Angelo Why Dundee was, was there because he was in Jimmy's corner. Ah, that's right. like, because it was a Jimmy Lang fight. It was crazy, right? and uh, it was a huge deal. Going through that, it was pretty crazy just to do like the stare down. I did the stare stare down with Jay Watts. <laughs> the sad thing is, I had a black eye before that because that week I had um, in sparring. Yeah. I took remember a shot. that you came in during the show and you had the black eye, and I, you didn't want anybody to know that you were sparring, right? And you told us you, I don't know, you told us you were messing around with your kids or something. I think I said, yeah, like along the way, because you guys didn't know that I was training. No idea. Only Brett and CK did, and I was working on all these things kind of behind the scenes. I had to get licensed. That was shady. I lied, said I boxed in college. Boxing shady? No. Um, Tell me it isn't so. But I think I said that I took, like, back then, Brett was, like, doing Krav Maga. I think I made up that I did Krav Maga with him. That's what, yeah, you lied to us. You guys didn't think about it, and you didn't notice I lost, like, 15 pounds. Because yeah, I waited. I'm sure in at, we, lo- we notice when guys lose 15 pounds. I waited at 156 for the fight, and that was without cutting weight. But anyway, here is actually cakes and bish bucks during the fight against Jay Watts. Here comes Jay Watts, and he's looking to attack again. Left hook, Watts just misses. A right hand misses by Watts. JP trying to get the jab and move, and he's up on his toes. Left hand, Watts right on the button. Now, JP fighting back. That's a slip. That's a slip. 
They're trading blows right in the center of the ring. Wait there. a minute, they're counting a knockdown, but it was clearly a slip. Fourth knockdown of the fight. He JP, calls, that's over. He calls the fight. It's you know over. what? It's probably a good move. JP was knocked down three times. Yeah. Three knockdowns. Looked like he was taking some physical punishment there. May have been a slightly early call by the referee, but you don't want to see JP get hurt. You don't want to see it. You certainly don't want to see that. And JP's legs were wobbly for the, you know, the first two and a half minutes of that round. Right. You know, fellas, what you learn here is that professional hey, boxing is not a game you can just lightly take and walk into. I mean, JP felt he was very serious coming into this fight, but clearly, even against a fighter with only a one and eight record, he was no match for the event. You know, the, you know, he might have done better in a less charged environment, but because of who he is, this was an overwhelming experience. So there you have it. If I just lasted one more second, EB, I, then you would have been able to do your job. I always maintain, if you could have just made it back to the store. You probably stool, were holding the spit bucket ready to go. Well, no, the, you just needed your, the trainer guy to talk to you and settle you down because you lost all your form, you yeah. lost all your technique. All his composure went out the window. Yeah, unfortunate thing. You just chased the guy around there, and he look, kept knocking you down. I can look back at a million things. The unfortunate thing is my actual trainer for seven weeks was Willie Taylor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when I first got thrown into his gym, and he had no idea I was, Johnny Lang, the manager, he had said, oh, I'm going to find you a trainer, I'm going to find you a trainer. And I, I gave him an ultimatum. I said, look, if you don't – it was – Eight weeks before the fight, I said, if you don't give me a trainer by Monday, mm -hmm. I'm out. I'm out. And so he took me to this gym, and Willie Taylor, he wasn't happy. He had a bunch of kids, like prospects and kids that he's, you know, a couple of the guys turned pro. Um, and they dumped this, at the time, 36-year-old white guy in the middle of his gym. He was like, what am He tried to get me out of there. He put me in sparring the second day, and he tried to break me down. He didn't think I was going to show up the next day. And I was this close to not showing up because I remember waking up, spitting blood the next day, which was day three right. of my seven weeks of training. But, uh, but we were able to make that. it happen. Yep. No, no, it, but it, the other fatal flaw, we haven't talked about it, was you interviewed Sylvester Stallone and you asked an actor what his advice was be. <laughs> and he told you... Hit him first. Be yeah, first yeah. and be first. first. And that hit was the first. reason you did it. And then, so then you chase him around trying to hit him first instead of just jabbing him, keeping him at bay, get your composure. Well, I actually think you could have beaten him. And what Willie told me, too, is he said, look, you can't train somebody to box in seven weeks. You just can't. And as bad as Jay Watts was, he had 10 years of experience. That's as a pro. He yeah. also had amateur fights, and he was fresh out of prison. I will say we found the perfect guy. <laughs> if there was ever going to be a guy he you're going to He had just got out of prison. What was he in prison for? Maiming somebody. <laughs> and he had... And he, and he had say he did sense. that to you in the yeah. ring, too. Yeah. And, and, and so what I always say to people that ask me, you're a boxer, right? He's like, no, I boxed for seven weeks. Show business right. greater than ring performance. And the show business part was good. We had thousands of people come out. You don't have to apologize we made for it. A it big worked event. out great. But, great I mean, memory for it. But, yeah, I will always lost. struggle because I still remember. So right after they called the fight, I don't know if Jason got in the ring. Somebody came in there to interview me, and I just went into, like, junkies mode, explain what happened. And Jay was breathing his ass off, like, super hard, and I was not even tired at all. Because I had gotten in great shape. I don't and think what it was Willie me. Told great me was, shape. You forgot to learn how to box. <laughs> Willie told me, he's like, I couldn't teach you how to box, but I can get you in shape. Right. Well, so I got in shape. Did. So it is what it is. So there it is. Every week, of course, we do these look backs during our 25th anniversary podcast. We've got to thank PenFed Credit Union. PenFed's got great rates for those in uniform and those who are not. Apply today at PenFed.org to receive any advertised product. 
you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.